Hi, I'm Vicky Hudson Craig, and this is my podcast, Melanoma Heart. This is episode five, which is for Nourish. And today I've asked my friend Eleanor, who is a PT and nutritionist, to come in and talk to me around the area of Nourish. So, welcome, Eleanor. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Eleanor's a little bit embarrassed. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> just a little bit nervous. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's okay. That's fine. Um, we, we were talking about earlier um, how we met, and um, embarrassingly, I can't actually remember. So, I'll leave you to fill <laughs> that one in because it feels like you've been in my life so long now that I actually can't remember the specific moment. But I'll let you fill that one in. It does feel that way just because we do catch up, uh, you know, once a week. And I feel like over that space of time, um, even though sometimes it might only be 20 minutes or half an hour, as you would know, if you know Vicky, then she can chat. So, (laughs) um, and still manages to be a fantastic listener. So um, we've got to know each other over um, probably about a year. Yeah, quite well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so how we met was actually at the daycare and I had known uh, a little bit about Vicky's story just because we do live in a tiny little bubble of a community. Um, however, I wasn't sure if Vicky really wanted to put herself out there and, um, have everybody knowing about her personal information. So... Um, I had wanted to introduce myself and share some support. However, um, yeah, she beat me to it and introduced herself. And <laughs> I think <laughs> within a minute or two, she was um, saying that we should go play tennis. Um, so I was sort of, you know, hands on the door trying to get my child in and out of the car. Um, and we're teeing up tennis. Um, and so, yeah, that really it did quite throw me because, you know, I haven't known many people especially you know our age with cancer and I guess you do have this preconceived idea that they you know someone would be um a little bit more bedridden or have very low energy um <laughs> and so then you met me yeah. <laughs> and then next thing we know we're we're planning tennis we haven't played tennis yet no. but we do go tap dancing yeah <laughs> yeah yes, which she's do. very good at yeah, yeah. Mm. Oh, it's good um well, it's good exercise but it's also fun yeah. but um yeah, I uh, it doesn't surprise me in the least that I <laughs> introduce myself because yeah. I seem to do that a lot. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think that you're right. There is that preconceived idea that you might not want to, you know, do things like tennis and tap dancing because and for a lot of people they are very unwell with it. And I'm very lucky that I'm not and I am able to do these things. So um, we still need to play that tennis game. Yeah, one day. We'll get there one day. I might either have to practice because you've uh, become quite fit. (laughs) I still can't play tennis, so. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And I think, yeah, we did a fundraiser event. So, again, that was uh, quite a surprise when you were busting out, you know, the push-ups and lunges. um, Yet, yeah, sort of this idea that you probably needed to start off um, a little bit slower. Um, Have you... Yeah, had you used a personal trainer in the past before me? Yeah, quite yeah, quite yeah. a few. Like in England, I um, I've got several um, yeah, several times I went through personal training because um, I really I enjoy exercise, but I'm not naturally someone that will uh, or never used to be. I'm better now, but um, I never used to be someone that would motivate themselves to go to the gym um, unless I had a specific reason to do so. 
like um, rowing, trying to get fit or whatever. um, So I find it much easier to go if someone... I'd made an appointment to go and I had yeah. to go. Um, and and I enjoy, like, I enjoy the relationship. Like, you're, I do find that, unfortunately, your PT becomes a bit of your therapist as well, <laughs> as you'll no doubt find out. Um, but it's that kind of, yeah, that interaction and being, I guess, a little bit of a people person. I enjoy chatting at the same time as... Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm probably you don't peach. seem that unmotivated. Uh, you pack so much into your day um, between the sailing and the tap dancing and the PT. I know the PT I'm is work. your favourite, but it's a bit work. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. A, you know it's a, a lot in the week. Um, how do you how do you I'm juggle not... that with your your energy levels and your treatment? Oh, uh, kind of well, listening um, listening to your body is a big one. So I think. Um, you know, there are days and you'll know that I've turned up feeling not so great and I've said, can we take it easy today? And it's that having the confidence to, to do that and know when it's not such a good day and, like, it might be more stretching that day than it is lifting weights um, and listening to your body and knowing what's what's good for you. And um, I think that's really important because there are days when I don't want to get out of bed at all um in terms of motivation I'm still not um someone that can just go to the gym and do a half an hour workout on my own like that's very rare that I will do that (laughs) but something like pilates or yoga or Mm sex they're all exercise but but they're in a group environment and that's social for you social yeah (laughs) and and having that commitment you know there's a there's a set time that I've got to be there Mm-hmm. my time yeah. management's awesome it Not. is awesome <laughs> it's amazing I'm taking notes all the time <laughs> learning lots from you yeah but um the yeah having that it is a, all of my exercise has become more social and I think that um the topic of this is nourishment and I think that word kind of means more than um just nutrition or exercise it's it's what nourishes you nourishes your body nourishes your soul and it's like building on from just eating to you know get energy and and for the base um need for it and the same with exercise it's not for me just keeping fit it's it makes me feel good because of how I exercise Mm -hmm. do you Um, think if you didn't have cancer you would be doing as much like uh, so much in or is this you has this always been uh, probably um from the I don't know because a lot some of the needing to exercise is mental for the cancer and I feel like I can go downhill quite quickly if I'm not doing some form of movement and exercise and getting those endorphins mm-hmm. um flowing but um, also probably from uh, a postmenopausal weight point of view that now I can't just coast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and whereas before, like, I've always been quite lucky that I could maintain my weight with minimal effort. Yeah. Um, now, now it's not so easy. Um, mm-hmm. So it's become a... So probably at this stage of my life, I would probably um, be somewhere around the same yeah but maybe not as intense I don't know maybe I'd give in to the chocolate (laughs) yeah 
Because you do a lot of different activities. So, yeah. yeah, I was just curious if it was the, um, yeah, that was the driver, whether it was in the menopause or, the, you know, the trying new things, if that was has always been new. It's been an evolution. It's quite a, it, yeah. a variety um, of activities. But yeah. I guess it is. It's yeah. an It's been an evolution of yeah. what makes me feel good and what, um, learning what I enjoy. I kind of felt like when I moved to, New Zealand it was like this blank canvas to start afresh and I really loved rowing when I was in the UK and I think that probably was the start of the finding my my thing finding my sport mm-hmm. um and I loved rowing and then I carried on rowing here um so there was obviously the fitness around that side of thing and then I got pregnant and then I got the cancer and then the menopause so it's it's been an evolution of what I enjoy and what makes me feel good. Mm-hmm. So it, there was never a plan. Yeah, <laughs> just a, a layering. Yeah, I love um, that idea. That's what I try to introduce to clients is that the idea of um, adding things in rather than taking away, like you're having to restrict yourself. What can you add in that feels good? Yeah. Um, whether it be, you know, maybe adding some more um, vegetables in or it might be adding some more nuts or it might be adding some uh, you know extra stretching or something that yeah. feels really good and eventually all those um, maybe bad habits or uh, yeah. things that have slept sl- slipped in over the years that they start to um, yeah, they, yeah yeah they do yeah mm-hmm. um, so I love watching you grow and add all these fun things in and... it will have changed in the last year like mm-hmm. I didn't a year ago I wasn't tap dancing or um I, I guess I just probably started sailing then um again so yeah so it you you've seen the evolution and you, got, you mentioned diet then and um that's something that's evolved for me as well as I guess as cancers kicked in or at menopause like all these things that are the same for exercise they've been the same for um, my diet and th- this podcast actually started as it was going to be end for nutrition and talking around what you eat when you've got cancer but actually I have no idea um, <laughs> <laughs> and I um, I do not really go with the should or shouldn't yeah um, it's not really me so my that that side of things has evolved as well um, and the amount of advice and things online is quite overwhelming. Mm, it can so, be quite conflicting. Yeah, yeah. very. And, and there's so many different types of cancer and they respond differently um, to uh, to diets. You know, some, some cancers are very responsive to, to what you fuel your body with and, mm-hmm. and some aren't. Yeah. Um, so I guess my when I originally spoke to you around this, we were going to talk a little bit about nutrition, but actually it's a really hard topic to talk about in, you know, where do you go with it? It's so wide ranging. There's, like you said, so much conflicting information for, yeah. for people. And I guess to stay for on. you, there's so many levels as well, whether it's like oncology, nutrition, but there's, you know, there's different types of cancers and yeah. then um, menopause that's you know another whole area and then you know you're a mom you're a you know you're working 40 hours a week plus yeah um yeah it's it's a huge space um, yeah and it's I said to you the other day like when um when I first sort of started noticing those kind of 
I guess, perimenopaul symptoms. And one of the things that, you know, you see all the time is, is reduced carbs. But actually, if I reduce carbs when I was trying to breastfeed through the night, I would wake up starving because, mm-hmm. and but I didn't want to sort of be snacking in the night because obviously that's it's not good for you. It's not good for the baby. You end up eating rubbish food. Yeah. And um, so I found for me that having carbs in my evening meal carried me through the night. Well, that might not be yeah what somebody would advise or you know but yeah. it worked for me and i think part of the evolution of this is finding what works for me mm-hmm. but is good for me at the same yeah. time so we've talked We're to all about individuals we've all got our you know our habits and what we enjoy and um yeah different lifestyles so yeah, yeah. you do kind of have to um it's a little bit of trial and error and and you're somebody that does really listen to your body and you've found something that works for you. So, Mm. um, yeah, again, like, you know, in a couple of months, things might shift and change. And, um, but at the moment you seem to, you know, keep adding in things that are helping you. Yeah. Yeah. And I think like taking advice, but then like moving it to what works for you. And, And I've asked you about it before, um, you know, what, what sort of, you know uh, I mean I didn't even know what macros were (laughs) and getting a bit of advice around that and uh, but because I work so you know I am in a full working week and stuff so trying to plan meals and um, and that kind of thing can be quite tricky so taking advice on and and then taking bits of ideas from everyone yeah I think is is quite um, is quite good what things are you finding most helpful at the moment um I think it's trying to incorporate um as many food groups as you can into each meal so -hmm. that you feel like you're getting a balanced diet because I I have gone through phases where I go on a really restrictive diet thinking that it's good for me but actually it doesn't for long term it doesn't yeah it doesn't make me feel good or it doesn't um I mean it's not good for you is it every uh, everything in moderation should yeah. be <laughs> the my is my motto but um it's a good one yeah I think trying to keep a balance and stay away from as much processed um food as as possible eat um clean I guess yeah. you know away from pesticides chemicals over processing so trying to get the vegetables in um we eat meat so trying to eat organic meat um so that you're reducing the amount of you know potential chemicals or yeah uh, and the same with vegetables and so that those are the things that work mostly for me yeah um and you're also great with your um food deliveries in terms of like not having that much um time it's become a new project yeah always like where are you getting these things from like how do you get you're like online (laughs) it gets delivered (laughs) like it's yeah very clever yeah Yeah, well we time savers so we try to you know we'll have one meal at least one meal a week that's um fish so we get fish delivered so it's fresh fish Mm -hmm. um and then um we'll have a uh, meals that are like one red meat meal so that comes from organic butcher one maybe more vegetable based you know like so so um 
yeah and find it and I like um I like supporting local businesses like yeah. I, I really my dad you know I grew up with a local business um I know how hard it is and how important it is to support those businesses yeah. so um, and if it's in the house and you've done the food plan <laughs> then it just makes it so much easier yeah yeah I mean I've, I've got very um uh, people laugh at my house because it's a blackboard with a full menu written Love on it. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but you it's, called it your hobby once. <laughs> yeah, it has become yeah. a hobby because I enjoy like looking at recipe books and yeah. and finding new meals. And it, a part of it was to introduce Ruby to new food as well. Um, mm. So I would always vary our meals so that she was never eating the same thing repeatedly um, in the evenings. And um, so there's a there's a menu, but it started out as a, also a budgeting thing because, um, you know, you walk around the supermarket and you're like, oh, I'll take this and I'll take that. And yeah. suddenly your food bill's like so much more than you actually should have been. Yeah, um, and online ordering, ordering yeah. is so much easier. Yeah. yeah, and anyone that lives in New Zealand knows that food is crazy expensive. Yeah. Um. So budgeting, so if I only ordered what we needed... And then there was no deviation from the plan. Yeah. <laughs> um, we couldn't overspend on our on our budget. So that's and where it started. And if you're selecting, you know, healthy foods for the week as well, and things that you enjoy, if you're nourished by them, yeah, um, then you're less likely to snack. Want and have those snacks as well. Yeah. yeah. And that's when you turn to the heavy. Not the process. snacks are bad, but just no, the unhealthy. But you can, um, yeah. Yeah, you can turn to the very heavily processed, mm. quick food. Yeah. Which doesn't make me feel good. Like. I always feel really um, quite yucky after I've had some of that food, you know, yeah. whether it be too much salt or I don't know. It's just maybe it's mental for me. But mm-hmm. um, again, listening, you're just listening to yeah, body. and I just yeah. feel yuck, so I yeah. don't don't tend to eat it. And I cook now to like um, this whole theme. Like I cook to be nourished, and that's um, that's not just from a a cancer or an eating point of view it's from a a happy point of view like it makes me happy feeds your soul yeah to literally feed and I mean we all enjoy some junk food and takeaways and stuff it's gotta be balanced yeah yeah and um and at weekends I'm more relaxed with what we eat but I make sure that during the week we we have a really good Mm. balanced and nourished menu (laughs) is there anything else that you're doing at the moment that um feels nourishing for you um yeah I mean I said in my blog and we we talked a little bit um that for me nourishment it's um it feels a little bit like uh, a little bit of luxury and a little Mm -hmm. bit of what makes you feel good and beyond like um you know, I, sailing I love and it makes me feel good, but it's an exercise and it's a living thing. Whereas I feel like nourishment is more of a, a self care. Yeah. Um. So I'm it's taking it to the next level. <laughs> yeah. 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 And yeah, just finding those things that um, especially and this that this is really around probably the cancer is like what gets you through each day what gets you up in the morning because there's days and this morning was one of them I did Mm. not want to get up yeah just could not face I've got scans and stuff tomorrow so it's it's making me agitated and nervous and Mm -hmm. so it's finding those things that um 
really, your mental health yeah, yeah that really kind of nourish you from the inside and, yeah um I th- like this morning I didn't have much time so it was I went for a walk on the beach yeah you know and, and put my feet in the sea which is cold very cold <laughs> but so good for you. <laughs> but it can be as simple as that yeah or then it could be like going to a yoga class or having a facial or having a massage like mm-hmm. those things to find a bit more um of an internal hug yeah make <laughs> you feel alive i can only imagine being out on a sailing boat with the wind in your hair and being scared yeah. half to death yeah. oh okay <laughs> <laughs> Wait, i got quite, that all wrong <laughs> it's quite can be no there is yeah. that but sometimes it can be a bit no but that yeah. i think that's a different that adrenaline rush yeah that's yeah. kind of in a living making you feel alive and um and that's a different kind of nourishment but mm-hmm. this is more of a yeah and like a, uh, an internal hug yeah so you're not scared at yeah. any point yeah I mean that's the spa that's the yeah. internal yeah it's like sitting yeah. in the spa or having a glass of wine on a Friday night or mm-hmm. um, in my newfound Monday to Friday sobriety <laughs> how is that going good yeah yeah do you feel any different for it I sleep better winning yeah 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 anything that can improve your sleep yeah is going to be yeah no I do and I actually get to um I don't find that I I sound like an alcoholic I wasn't it was just very much a a habit you know you'd go home and you'd have a glass of wine um and then you'd have a glass of wine with dinner and then you have a spa and you have a glass of wine and suddenly there's three glasses of wine in a night yeah and actually that's quite a lot and then um and then you're waking up at like three four in the morning because that's what your body does when you've yeah. had alcohol um and I didn't and then I was like cut it down so I'd have a glass of wine with dinner because I really enjoyed that <coughs> but actually now I I don't even notice don't even notice no and I get to yeah. a Friday sometimes and I'm like I don't know what I want to drink like I yeah. don't know if I want to drink yeah and it's very weird for anyone that knows my love of wine but um of course I have a glass of wine and I love it yeah <laughs> Again, balance. But it's become a treat. You know, now mm. it's become a treat. Yeah. Which I think is really nice. Like it's on a Friday night, you go home and you say, oh, I have that glass of wine that I've, um, you know, it's a it's a treat rather than just, oh, yeah, that's what I do every day. And my yeah. bank balance is certainly loving me for it. Yeah. <laughs> are you doing something else for yourself instead? Instead of having the wine, are you doing something else that actually feels nourishing for you yeah well when I um so when we we bought a spa at home and one of the it was finding that you know I want a spa but you have to give something up because the budget doesn't mm-hmm. allow both give and take yeah, yeah. so you you find oh, okay I can give something up to have something else I want so um that's you know a bottle of wine was a week's payment for a spa or so you know like so um and now I think <laughs> I'm just imagining everyone going punching in their calculators. Going, okay, right, we get to go get the spa now. Yeah. I mean, that's a slightly extreme example, but that is that kind of give and take. You know, like you can't afford everything, so actually, what prioritizing what what makes you feel good over mm-hmm. what's not so good. And um, so now that there is quite a considerable. Um, improvement in my bank balance from the wine it i mean it weekly it might change like we went we went away for weekend skiing so um that 
went towards that or a yeah. tank of fuel to go yeah. you know for a road trip somewhere or um yoga class or um a facial or you yeah. know like it, it all depend mm-hmm. um on the week or sometimes medicine <laughs> um yeah sometimes just day-to-day living yeah but it's yeah, yeah. but i've um i've have enjoyed the challenging myself to not give in to that glass or you know when you get home and you feel a bit i don't know you want to unwind and your go-to is a glass of wine mm-hmm. um i've quite enjoyed the challenge of not giving into that and um but then when you yeah if you shift that money across and you go okay that goes into a different fund or a, you know a yeah. holiday fund or a, some you know something yeah. else that you enjoy then um i guess that becomes a bit more motivating yeah definitely it's fine and that's what worked for me yeah like if, you know if you've gone back six i mean we had this conversation you go back six months when um you'd you'd stop drinking not you it was just a natural thing for you wasn't it it was just mm-hmm. you did it for a bit and then it I just sort of just, say, see how I go day by day. <laughs> yeah. And then it just rolled on and, yeah, you yeah. noticed so many more benefits. And I remember um, being at went the, on. Yeah, I remember being at the time like, oh, I could never <laughs> do that. <laughs> Which is exactly how I thought when anybody else said that they weren't, you know, yeah. that they didn't drink or they didn't drink that much. Yeah. yeah. No, again, like I didn't drink that much but, no. uh, to cut back. But, um, yeah, definitely notice uh, the benefits on a day to day sleep yeah and I think with the medication I'm on as well like I noticed that it wasn't it was making me feel um not unwell is strong but I didn't feel great Mm -hmm. like I could have a couple of glasses and feel I could feel it yeah and not not feel great so for for me that was part of it I was like well you know like I'm taking all this medication to combat the cancer and then I'm drinking something that's can cause cancer you know like the the um but having said that I enjoy it and and it goes back to this moderation and yeah you know I'm not in a place where I want to give it up I still enjoy it and balance again but balance yeah yeah, much more moderation and uh, and it was a you know it's a little bit of a crutch for a while when I first got diagnosed of because at the end of the day, you're still a mom, you're still, you know, juggling work, you're still, you know, yeah. you know we talked about, you know, menopause as well. Um, and so we, you know, we all have our, our habits and yeah. things that we like to enjoy. So, um, yeah, it's yeah, not about perfection. It's just yeah, striving towards being better. better. Yeah. yeah. And as healthy as you can be. Yeah. And I enjoy, you know, I enjoy having... Um, social drink or going to a winery and go you know those things are something I enjoy so mm-hmm. I don't really want to put myself in a position where I, I want to avoid those situations because it's difficult to go to a winery and not drink wine yeah. <laughs> but that's just me personally but I fully admire the fact that you've managed to do it for so long <laughs> and go to some pretty good parties yeah and be still be the life and soul of the party I like, might have gone home really <laughs> no, I did go to a wedding uh last November and I drove so I think that's the first time I've ever like gone to a wedding and and been the sober one and I loved it I had so, so nice. much more energy and I yeah. didn't look like a complete you know uh, staggering around at the no end way. of the night and um you know not looking your friend you know I, I really enjoyed actually how good it felt at the end of the night 
you're way too social to not <laughs> enjoy being <laughs> in a party. That's true. You definitely don't need the wine. <laughs> <laughs> I got to die just dancing sober. Yeah. Yeah. But no, it was... Um, so, yeah, so it's still something I enjoy, but it's definitely something that's mm-hmm. evolved over time and my mum would be so proud of me. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to touch on that. Is your, like, where do you think you've inherited um, all these healthy behaviours from or your, your mindset around nourishing yourself? Uh, it's definitely, I mean, mum was always very good at, um, well, and dad, at, um, at good eating, you know, like we... Sunday roast, um, lots of vegetables, always home cooked I had cooked one of your food. roasts. It was epic, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> My dad taught if me. If you ever offer this in, um, yeah, do not say no. <laughs> <laughs> I love a good roast. Um, dad taught me how to Dad's a good roast cooker. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, they were always, and they grow a lot of their own vegetables. And um, so I very much grew up with um, a healthy eating mentality knowing where food came from yeah, yeah. and a mum would like I don't really remember having chips or um chocolate in the house um or junk or we very rarely had takeouts you know that wasn't um in fact dad's quite a meat and two veg you know like <laughs> um so <Two> veg. <laughs> yeah. or whatever the daily yeah. intake is now five five a day yeah <laughs> um or according to peppa pig apparently seven a day uh-huh. okay maybe <laughs> but, we'll get back home to peppa pig <laughs> <laughs> but um so i think they very much instilled that in me um and so that's just the food I was used to and, and it's the way that I've introduced to Ruby. Yeah, um, such a nice thing to pass down. Yeah, I mean, it can go both ways. I mean, if you're too restrictive, my my sister kind of went a little bit the other way and has, and it for a period, enjoyed a lot more um, of the, uh, not unhealthy, but she would probably have more snack foods than I ever would. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess we've got different appetites, but... Um, so whereas my, I guess our diet, it wasn't restricted, but it certainly, we wouldn't have had chocolate or crisps and chips in our, yeah. um, in our lunch boxes at school. Yeah. And maybe and I added don't, a couple of those sort of things in for, for Ruby. Yeah, a little bit, but I'm still very mindful of like this salt intake yeah. or, um, you know, like she asked the other day for McDonald's and I was like, no. You're not, no, <laughs> just not just for the queue. Yeah, <laughs> no. Well, but just you know, I didn't have much on until I was twelve. Um, yeah, I'm fine. You can no. There's just too much salt. You know, like yeah. so, so. Those things have come come with me from mm-hmm. from um, my um, mum's. You know, she always did from the. I think from when I was born, she did yoga, and um, yeah, those self self care things. Yeah. Um, learning what makes you feel good and um yeah they're they're very good with that mm. um and how do you balance up your energy levels with work and exercise <laughs> oops <laughs> drink sorry yeah <laughs> um to when to like push and pull and yeah yeah I think it goes back to that listening to your body and there are times like um anyone or like Ryan or mum will tell you that the more 
worried I am about something, the more manic I will become. Yeah. And so I'll go busy, 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 busy. And it stops me having time to think. Mm-hmm. Um, so therefore I don't worry because I haven't yeah. got time to think. Um, but then I'll kind of crash. Yeah. Um, and then I'll stop and I'll kind of start going to bed at like yeah. 8 o'clock or I'll really wind down. Um, I was going to say wind down, but probably to a normal level. Yeah. <laughs> um, Not like radiating. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I guess that's my cycle a little bit is, mm-hmm. is I go full out and then I'll pull it back a little bit. Um, and listening to, to my body, like um, I was meant to go out for a wine last night and I got up yesterday morning and I was like, I can't, I can't. And I just, um, so again, it's evolving and learning, yeah. learning when to say no, <coughs> um, because I, I just needed to sleep or I just yeah. needed to have a night of not talking. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, listening to listening to my body, and I've got much more aware of when it's saying no, mm-hmm. whereas probably I would have previously pushed it till I got unwell. Yeah now I I can recognize the signs and I went skiing at the weekend and I took it quite easy um because I knew I had flu recently and it was just knowing that actually my leg's starting to shake so don't push for that last run Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter yeah (laughs) you know you've skied all day just stop enjoy relax like your legs are shaking you're tired (laughs) yeah time Um, never rest yeah yeah um, but you must find that with um, uh, clients and stuff that when they come to you, you can tell. Because I found with you, you're always very good at, even if I haven't said, you can kind of sense where I'm at. And I've noticed that you tailor what we do depending on how you can see me reacting to certain exercises and things. Yeah, so. I think this is just years of um, <laughs> seeing people come through the doors and there's just no point um, if someone's stressed or uh, overtired or um, um, at a different stage of their their cycle as well um, and if I just threw a whole heap of like high intensity um, cardio throwing your body around like it's just yeah um, you're not gonna get the results <laughs> um, yeah it's it's not it's not fair um, you're not gonna leave feeling energized you're gonna be feeling flat and then you know especially around winter um, there's so many bugs that if you just can take that, um, sometimes that, yeah, too much of a workout can tip you over the edge. Yeah. Um, and at the end of the day, it's, you know, it's staying consistent with your workouts um, and that progressive overload. You're going to build up some muscle as you're going through um, you know, menopause as well. It's so important to, yeah, be more consistent more than anything. Um, so rather than having, yeah, just pushing things to 100% every single time you come in. It's okay to like pull back a little bit, change the workout slightly. Um, yeah. yeah, and, you know, there's always a little bit extra stretching or mobility work that needs to be done or a little bit more core work or, a, you know, and then other days we, yeah, we might, when you're not, you uh, <laughs> we've got a little bit more energy, then we can do more balance work or load you up a bit more. So. Yeah. Um, it is a little, you know, you do have to uh, read the room. <laughs> yeah, and I think that I like in the past, 
I have had trainers that have a set program and and that's it. And you almost, I think they were probably where I've gone to like a few sessions and then stopped mm-hmm. because it's too much. And and you come away and you're sometimes you can be like frightened of the next session. <laughs> like I'm not yeah. so much now, but like when I was younger, I would have probably been more nervous to say actually I didn't enjoy that or I didn't yeah. feel good. Yeah. And so I would just not go again because Well, you trust I'd be the person frightened. is giving you Yeah the best session possible yeah. on that day. And so. for some people it might work. Yeah. Some people really enjoy to be pushed to the point where they want to vomit. Yeah. I'm not one of them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, None of I, my clients are. No, um, I, I like to enjoy it and feel good and then yeah. feel confident that the next time I can do it, you know, and not feel like actually I'm being beaten every time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, and um, that's one thing I've um, enjoyed with our sessions is that you can change it up very quickly. Yeah. And even probably partway through where I'll be like, oh, no, I feel good. And then I'm like, oh, no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I don't. Yeah. Um, and um, being like with the, the cancer and anyone that's going through cancer, like it can change so quickly mm-hmm. and you can feel good. And then especially on, on treatments, you know, they hit you at different times and in different ways. So you can very much um, feel that you're okay. And then not be. Yeah. feel quite unwell quite quickly mm-hmm. um, is one of the things that has probably um, shown me I've got to listen more. Because yeah. you'll push through thinking, oh, I'll be all right, I'll be all right. But actually, when it comes to taking medications and stuff, you probably you don't mess won't know. <laughs> you probably won't be. If, you're, if you've yeah. got a headache, it probably means you need to lie down. Yeah. Or, or, you know, sick or high temperatures or whatever. You can't push through. Mm-hmm. And I've been actually the same. I've learned. Whereas when I used to get unwell, is it like when I had flu recently? And this go again goes right back to nourishment. Is is like learning how to look after yourself. And um, whereas before I might have had flu and been like, oh, you know, I'll be all right. I'll just carry on. I won't do as much, but you know, I'll go to work. Or whereas now I've learned so that wise. you literally, yeah, literally shut down. Like yeah. the first day you get flu or a cold, yeah. stop. Yeah. Stay home. And like this week I started to get one of Ruby's colds. So mm-hmm. Monday we were like both at home, just shut down. Raiding just the lemon stop. tree. Yeah. Lemon, yeah. honey. I went and bought the most, um, the best Manuka honey I could find yeah. and started. Like, and by Tuesday I actually felt okay. Yeah. And whereas if I'd pushed through Monday, pushed through, like it mm-hmm. would have dragged. So I've really learnt um, just to shut down and you'll get through it so much quicker. Yeah. If you try and be a martyr and mm-hmm. it's okay, I'll, I'll get there, I'll yeah. be fine. Even, yeah, just stopping and de-stressing a little bit and just being okay with it rather than trying to push through and then the whole day you're thinking, yeah. oh, I probably should be in bed but I'm still work and yeah. yeah just I'm very, I mean, out. I'm very fortunate and I've got an incredibly understanding employer um, who is very flexible and and I don't have that additional stress that um, you've got someone you know I've been in place where you're quite you're intimidated to phone in sick because you're worried about the reaction or um, so it's not you know I am in a very fortunate position with that that 
I can do that mm. without any added stress. Yeah. But I do think it's important because you do um, recover so much faster. Yeah. But that's not always the mentality that you can get through mm-hmm. to other people. What else do you pack in nutrition-wise if you're feeling a bit um, flat? So I've got quite into my green juices and smoothies recently. Mm-hmm. I've got this really nice smoothie that I found in a book. Um, Actually nice. Yeah, like it's, but it sounds <laughs> awful. It's um, a carrot cake smoothie. Oh no, that sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it is basically yogurt and milk, banana, carrot, and then cinnamon and ginger. Mm. And it's um, it's not for everyone, but when you've got a cold, man, does it feel yeah hits like, the spot? Yeah, like it really feels like you're doing this something good. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's like kind of warm. I guess it's that winter, you know, yeah. the cinnamon and the um ginger but that's a really nice one mm-hmm. and yeah the lemon the honey yeah our yeah. garden lemon tree is pretty bare at the moment oh <laughs> the lemon damn honey. I was <laughs> there's a few more you can come and get some but um yeah lemon ginger and as i said the manuka honey i was going all out mm-hmm. on this week yeah um and then yeah i guess avoiding the wine yeah <laughs> lots of water I drink yeah. a lot of water. You do. You're doing well. Yeah. Good job. <laughs> but yeah, I guess there's... Um, and those are the things that as well, when treatment flares up, I guess, is finding, um, you know, the nausea and stuff, like ginger can be quite good, mm-hmm. or lemon, mint tea. Yeah. Having a mint plant. I don't like mint tea bags. I don't yeah. know why. But I love... It's good for you. Um, Digestion. Hot water with mm. just mint leaves in it. Mm. Really, yeah. really good. Uh, so that's my anti-nausea. There you go, twos. Hey, they yeah. are for anti- especially anti-nausea or, mm-hmm. um, yeah, they're the the practical things. I think you find you find that you try and Google stuff like um, there's lots of dietary advice around what on chemo and things, but I'm not on normal chemo, so yeah. it's it's a little bit different. You can't always find the advice for. Mm-hmm. For what you actually want, so it's fine. It's trial and error, yeah, and listening to other people, and hopefully, there... like people will listen to this and think, "Oh yeah, you know, that's a good idea. I'll try that." <laughs> Are there any other um, side effects of the drugs? Mm. Yeah, I get. I can get if I take the drugs for too long and don't have a break. Um, I can get the like the t- I'll get thirty nine degree temperatures and mm. the rigors. Yeah, like shaking. Um, but they're managed with steroids, mm-hmm. which then obviously has a a knock-on effect. That if it, so, it it basically prevents the immune response that I'm having to the drugs. But then if I have an immune an immune response to something else, so if I got an infection, I might not know because it's uh, suppressing my immune system. So if I get unwell, yeah, it, I've got to be managed quite carefully, mm-hmm. um, uh, and also. I don't understand the medical side of it, but it suppresses other hormone or step. Um, it, it, anyway, I need to be like given extra steroids to yeah. combat the the reduction in hormones or steroids. Or I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. There's a reason I'm not a doctor. Yeah. Um, but uh, yes, yeah, so I've got to be very careful. Like that. That's another thing about listening to your body because yeah. if I if I am unwell. 
I've got to do something about it. And even like the flu, I ended up being monitored in hospital where people are like, it's just a flu. But actually, yeah. it could be something more and and we wouldn't know. So every time I get sick, it usually means a trip to... Mm-hmm. And that's why all these, all the things that we've talked about are so important. Yeah. yeah. Whether it's like nutrition or, um, yeah, yoga, your physical stuff, looking after your bone health. Yeah. Um, yeah. And your mental health, your emotional health, your yeah. spiritual health, your like the, yeah. Yeah, the whole spectrum. It is a whole package. And I, and, but also I think it's like, um, like you said at the beginning, people expect you to be a certain way sometimes, you know, they, uh, but you're still you. Yeah, 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 still, still me, and still social, still fun, still wanting to, yeah, enjoy, enjoy every single <laughs> moment. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and the luxury. Yeah. yeah, just, just have a little bit of feeling good mm-hmm. because there'll be plenty of time when th- I can't do things or um, I'm not feeling so good. So it's, I really. Uh, make the most of the times that I do feel well to enjoy those and find ways to enjoy them. And sometimes it might be just a walk on the beach. Mm-hmm. But as many, uh, as many more interesting things as I can do, the better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I think, um, and I think everyone should, like whether you've got cancer or not, like you should always find the little things that, Oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think a lot of people aren't aware of, um, yeah, the simplicity of just going for a walk on the beach. Then you take your shoes off, yeah. put your feet in the sand or in the water. Yeah. Um, you're getting some grounding, all that vitamin D um, just from the sunlight. Yeah. You know, obviously, if you're going for a walk, it's yeah. going to be great for your heart health. Yeah. Um, yeah, you can fit so many good things into you don't have to be something really simple um yeah it doesn't need to be you know it's better that you're doing it consistently yeah um so i'm just sort of sprinkling things in constantly as opposed to um yeah just a, a fad diet or yeah um yeah a, just a, a random class here and there yeah. yeah and I think there's a lot there's so much information out there and it can be you know a bit of an Instagram overload sometimes and I think it's nice to when you hear someone just say it's okay to not um, feel that you have to do x y and z and that you can find your own way through mm-hmm. um, I think that's really important because uh, people get too much advice sometimes <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So thank you. No worries. I've enjoyed it. Always today. good to chat. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it's nourishing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, thank you. No worries.